Okay, here we go. The Panda Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. <laughs> My 11-year-old niece saw me drinking old duels. She walks by. She goes, is that a non-alcoholic beer? I go, uh, yeah, I quit drinking. And she looks at me and she goes, huh, quit drinking. All right, this is a teachable moment, you know? So I was like, hey, come here, we need to talk. Come here, right here, come here. Bitch, do you know how much fucking weed I smoke? <laughs> Welcome to the Mikey Show. Uh, that's the voice of Will Noonan, who's in, in studio with us. Hi, Will. Hey, good afternoon. Ben Kitchen, you know? Bill Smith, you know? Love him. Hey, Will no Noonan. Love him. Famous Will Noonan. He's like, uh, he's got a thing out. Uh, it's called, I, uh, I'm going to remember this properly. Come on, Mike. 50 TikToks and more <laughs> at once. At once. Oh, at once. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I apologize for the behavior of those. Hey, you know, yeah, and more. pretty close. You know, what do you want? I don't subscribe to TikTok, and here's why. It's from China. I know. I'm kidding. I don't either, but I'm you're, mocking it. You're on it. In the title. <laughs> Because there's so many comics on there doing 30-second jokes. Ugh. So I was like, why don't you just watch 50 of them in a row? And it'll take 45 minutes, and we'll call it a special. But exactly. Just, but if you think of it, if, if you think of it as 50 TikToks at once, maybe it's more palatable well, it to the younger generation. It evokes curiosity from people. What do you mean, what, what, 50 TikToks uh, at once? What the hell is this? And then they realize it's 45-second uh, 45, 45 jokes. People have been upset that it's actually not. 50 TikToks. Like people on YouTube, them? people on YouTube are like, I clicked on this thinking I was going to see 50 TikToks. <laughs> and it's just one hilarious hour. Hey, you want to watch something <laughs> funny though? You ever watch MSNBC? That that Joy Reid, the Joyless Reid, oh, who's yeah. on there. She's she hates white people, but that's not the point. <laughs> the most important thing is that she has these fake eyelashes now and the blonde hair. Because she, she's culturally appropriating uh, the Swedish. I would think so. And and her 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 uh, fake eyeglasses. She her fake uh, eyelashes. She blinks. I watched an interview she did. It was three minutes with some dude, and she was in the split screen. She blinked 298 times, <laughs> and I counted them. You wow. know, that, that's the sign of a liar. In three minutes. Yep. Yeah. Blinky. Bl oh, anyway. It just creates a breeze with those things. Will Noonan is here, and we are sponsored by Pro Automotive. How's you still have that Mustang? I do. All right. Now, if, I'm just going to give you a little advice here. If you ever have any issues with that Mustang... <laughs> One of our sponsors is Pro Automotive of Webster and Dudley. Now, it's a little bit of a drive. You live in, what, Southie? I could do it, uh, yeah. So, well, it's a little bit of a drive, but these guys are geniuses, and they're great pals of ours, and they're so reputable. Ben went there, he saved $1,500 on a, on a, that's on a awesome. car yeah. job. Pro Automotive. What did, what did they do for you? To get those blood stains out of the trunk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that deep vacuum. Put some in. <laughs> that's a lot of labor hours, so... Yeah, and they're they're great. The we, dead hooker smell yeah. is not easy to get out. Never no. is, never no. is. The live hooker smell is hard to get out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, believe me, yeah. I've had a lot of hookers in my uh, lift vehicle, and they they smell. They smell. <laughs> they do that on purpose. They have like uh, a special uh, per perfume that is like almost blinds you. Your eyes water and shit. It's so. I think it's the same science of like the exploding ink pack in bank robbery money. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so they can track you down later. Exactly. I had one girl get in the back of the car, and I said, "Wow, you smell." Hey, you remind me of this. What's that perfume you're? I said, it reminds me of this French barge whore I used to know. <laughs> uh -huh. You just knew her? French barge whore? How old are you? 
Well, you've never been to France? They have, I have. barges everywhere. <laughs> ProAutomotive.com, uh, uh, ProAutomotiveMA.com. <laughs> Jason Russo and his crew are the best. And so we also have. Jay Rue. Are they still going to sponsor after, you know, the. All the hooker talk? <laughs> Mid commercial right. hooker talk? This is a reality thing we do here. We don't make up shit, we use the, rea- the real world. We also have a fine sponsor and all guests of the Planet Mikey podcast. Dine in the comfort of the public kitchen in Wakefield or Reading, uh, as will Will Noonan very, very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the public kitchen is with two locations. We also have my grandma's coffee cake, the greatest coffee cake ever made on this, uh, God's green earth. That is quite good. And who else is our sponsor? What happened to that guy? Remember that guy we had? What was he? Uh, Harold? Harold, yeah. The, yeah. He's just a guy? He's just a guy. He gave us like, 50 bucks oh, to mention Harold? him. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, oh, hey. What did he do, though? He said, pretty cool. He said, like, an elementary school <laughs> custodian or something, wasn't he? He was a male escort. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Well, both. He That's did a both. different type of smell. <laughs> <laughs> he did both. More musky uh, and, you know. And now, don't forget. You, sandalwood. If you, you uh, want to get a, a coffee cake, <laughs> use it. Use the, the code <laughs> Mikey5. Uh, go to the, uh, mygrandma.com, and if you want to save five bucks off any coffee cake order for any of your friends, neighbors, or lovers. Just put on the uh, code in the code box that says Mikey 5, and you'll save five, right? Yeah. Is it, right. You gave me one of those last time I was here, and we ordered more yeah, after we finished. They're good. They're good. We really did. My wife loved it so much. We ordered like. Oh, we a can send more. you another one. What flavor did oh, you like? I, I think it was coffee cake. Was that what it was? It was? Well, they have coffee cake. It was like the original, maybe? That's like uh, walnut, cinnamon walnut. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Because they have banana walnut. They have uh, blueberry. Blueberry is the best. They got chocolate. Ted Williams chocolate, they call it. Frozen? And <laughs> <laughs> Just the head. Hold on. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, so Will Noonan's here. He's going to hang out with us for a while, and we're going to have some fun here. And yeah. his, his special on uh, TikTok, right? <laughs> no, it's on YouTube. It's called 50 TikToks oh, yeah. at Once. Yeah, Kit, Kit Kat. I have, I have dyslexia. It's on TikTok. Uh, no, 50 TikToks on YouTube. You can so go to YouTube. Just right tell them now. what to Google. Yeah. Yeah. Tell just them what type to in Will Noonan on YouTube, and you it's go. the top it's, thing. It'll come right in. Now, you used to have a podcast called Hypothetically. No, that's I'm not doing any podcast. I know, right but now. it was a great title. Can we steal that? I still have it. It's still on there, hypothetically, and I'm always thinking about bringing it back. Yeah, because it's great. It's but like it's for, like a play on words, you know. Thank you. Yeah, right. I'll trade that for you know a house or a million dollars. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll trade. You call your podcast Planet Mikey Podcast, and I'll call this one hypothetically. We'll see how we do. Okay. I think you're going to win that one. <laughs> Still outperforms every other podcast I've ever done since. <laughs> I'm like, wow, just the title. So what have you been up to? Are you making a tour? Are you going around? Do you, you speaking in front of large groups of freaky people? Yeah, speaking in front of large groups of freaky people all the time. I, The special, I, I wrote, starred, and directed the special. So it was a year. It was almost a nine-month labor of love type of thing. Wow. I, didn't, I don't want to act like I did it myself. I had so much help from... Uh, John Tobin presents in the company behind that. Now it's like Boston Comedy Studios, like their their film arm. So I had this kid Patrick uh, with me, who was amazing. He like did the editing and stuff, and Tim Crowley. It was a whole team of people. It was insane. But I did sort of. How many uh, times did you want to quit? Oh my god! Well, the directing <laughs> part, like the after part, it was a million times. I was like. I just was like, what did I, do? what was I thinking? It was one of those, like, you got a, you know, a hair up your ass kind of moments, like, in the meeting. They were like, we want to do a comedy special. And I was like, cool, I'll do it. I want to direct it myself. Like, I'm like, and then even <laughs> in my own head, I'm like, what the fuck? 
Right. I've never. Meanwhile, you you say that, and everybody goes, "Oh, good, we got a director." Yeah, they were like, "Awesome, we love yeah. it." And then I did that, and it was it was so much work. But I'm glad I did it in the end. Like, don't get me wrong, but it was a lot of, a lot of work. It was way more work than just doing it. Trial by fire. Exactly, but. Uh, yeah, so I was so sick of watching it and so sick of hearing my well, voice. Well, you know, that's the other thing. When you put together any kind of thing, you've seen the video or you've, you've seen even the edits they're yeah. doing, you know, a million times. You say, yeah, I'm really tired of this and I don't want to watch it again. Yeah. Uh, that's why I've been going through my old videotapes my old TV show. But I get to the point where I say, ah. I know what's going to like happen. I already lived through yeah. this once. Now I got to suffer through it again to find uh, what a thirty-second clip. I, you know, so it's yeah. Different. It's like when you're young and in show business, you just can't get enough of watching yourself and stuff. And when you're older in show business, you're like, that's the last thing. It's like that phony. I'm already hating yeah. that guy. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's me again. <laughs> well, you, you know, when you're young, you want to check out everything anyway. You know, yeah. it's, you have more of a curiosity. Like that's why I bought three handheld mirrors when I was eight years old, so I could check out my Grundle. <laughs> yeah, you got to do all kinds of things. Pre man. and post. Keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so state of the world now. First of all, you're still watch, you're still going to Fenway watching baseball games. Absolutely, not as much as I this year. I have not been to Fenway as much as I would like. But because I have you been were there. locked in on this, and all they showed you eating hot dogs, I picking know. your nose, you know, giving the finger to people. I know all that stuff. I feel a guy at that golf tournament we were in. A couple guys were like, oh, "I haven't seen you on Nesson this year," and I'm like, "I've been busy." I've been, yeah, like, I've doing, been busy doing a special, doing a special, and <laughs> all kinds of other stuff. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a crappy year for the Sox. So. Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of really uh, Jekyll and Hyde. You know, they, they've they've looked really good at times where you say, "Wow, maybe they got something going here." And you yeah. say, "Oh, this Casas guy. First he sucked, then he starts slamming the shit out of the ball." And but then you always think back to well, the players that that left. Evaldi's doing better. Mookie's doing you know, all these guys that left. Yeah. It, it makes you kind of long for those days when you had actually a team that could be paid. The Red Sox don't have a lot of guys on the list of highest paid players, you know. Chris Sale's one of them. He doesn't do I shit. I know. They, I think you're never going to get a, a GM that comes out, like, first game of the season and goes, like, it's a rebuilding year. Like, don't get your don't get your uh, hopes up. Like, yeah. they're never going to say that. But when you look back at Haim, that's what he was saying. He was just like, we've got two years, right. probably minimum, of basement dwelling before these guys get good. But did it have to be like that, or mm. did they just want to save some money? Are they for sale? Is the team for sale? I don't know. You, I just you think always it's wonder. the and now I think it's the analytics age. Like they're putting it all their eggs in the analytics yeah. basket. Computer nerds. Yeah. yeah. And it's just kinda like, like you ben. let yeah. Like Ben is a computer nerd. <laughs> sure. That's <laughs> why we have so many problems with the YouTube. <laughs> well that's, that's a nerd you got, for it. You got all those porn tapes queued up on the other you know, you got eight windows open at once. Yeah, but I'm good at that part. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> You'll have an you, AI Ben in a couple of years. <laughs> to answer your question, I and I've said this for I think like a year or two years now that I believe that John Henry they're Going to try and sell the team. You think so? I believe that they want to buy. They want to be the owners of the upcoming Las Vegas basketball team. Interesting. That's a very you know that's that's a I never thought of that until now, but, but I, I can see that happening. And not keep the Red Sox as well. I mean, they got these other things going: race cars and soccer teams and shit. And wouldn't a, wouldn't a winning team be more valuable though to them to sell? Like like you can sell a winning team just as easily as you can sell a losing team, right? Oh, yeah, easier. I would like think. Liverpool. Didn't he sell? Did he sell Liverpool? He no, we still don't. There goes my. But, argument. but my, <laughs> the problem with it is, I don't think they evalu- it's baseball. It's a shrinking sport. I don't think the valuation is going to go much. Up I see. In okay. the next couple of years, maybe get pace with inflation. But you sell but it the now. Franchise have the money prices ready. never go down. They don't go down. They only go up. You know that George Steinbrenner bought the Yankees for seventy-six million dollars, which is like what Judge seventy-two. Well, yeah. I know, but you, you just compare Judge. One of the players makes that in two years now. I know, but that's fifty years ago. But but what's the value going up and up and up every single year? It never goes down. 
Yeah, but how, it's, is it going to keep elevating at such a pace that it's worth keeping it? I just feel like Fenway and the, and the team, that's like worth so much money even if the team stinks. Like you got the concerts at Fenway, you got people taking tours of Fenway all day, you've got tourists who will buy tickets to any game. Yeah. They stay till the fourth thing and they leave. I, I don't trust John Henry on the money thing for some reason. You know, uh, he, until, until he sells his loafer collection, I'm not going to believe a <laughs> fucking thing he says. My mom really hates John Henry. She just can't. Why? You remember that article like when he first got married about like him and his wife? The Globe wrote this article about like basically. He's he's like a super weird autistic billionaire, and like she had to like meet him in in like random empty restaurants, and and he's creepy and, as hell. Yeah, and, and she can't blink in his presence, or else like you know he has a seizure, or all these kind of crazy things. He's not dating Joy Reid. So my mom thinks of him as like this Willy Wonka type of figure. Yeah, she just can't handle it. He's, he's weird. He's also demented. I, I, uh, you Irish know, lady. Last time. <laughs> I met him one time. I shook his hand. It was like, and I remember I described Michael Jackson's handshake to you guys. It was like kind of wet dish rag, cold, clammy, yeah. and, and soft. Well, his handshake was a drier version of Michael Jackson's handshake. Ooh. Very, very, not, you know. Interesting. Not strong. It wasn't one of these, hey, how you doing? You know, Cook spaghetti? No, it was like, oh, <laughs> what did I touch, an eel? <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. It's terrible. The guy from SNL, uh, Colin Jost, yeah. he's a nice guy, but we work together, and I sh- he gave me a good handshake. It wasn't like, but it was like, I was like, I have never felt a man's hand that is like so soft yeah. and like <laughs> cushy and just like, it was. What are you, sponsored by a vino? Uh, no, yeah. He went from Harvard to SNL to you're soaking in it. Scarlett Johansson's vagina. I'm like, none of these things are going to make your fingers <laughs> tough. Happy for it. I'm happy for Colin. How do you know about all about Scarlet? That's true about Scarlet. Oh, yeah. It's like a, a fountain of youth in there. <laughs> a fountain of youth. <laughs> yeah. Mitch McConnell That's sticks his head in it once a year. That's why she has that tattoo, Ponce de Leon, right above it. <laughs> Colin Jones never understood You know, it's that. funny. I have one that says Pants de Leon here. I've got it had since high school. <laughs> right. One that says Ponce de Leon. Right, right where my tramp stamp which would be if I were a girl. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so these ball players are getting too much money, and this, here's the problem of baseball. And I got a lot of a lot of friends who were former major leaguers over the years, people I care very much about, who made what was considered to be good money at the time. Uh, you know, but now it's a joke. Uh, I did this analysis on uh, Mr. Uh, David Price, who I can't stomach. Yeah. David Price gets a deal, and he's it's thirty-two million dollars a year. He makes less than thirty-two starts, so it's at least a million a start. He does seven innings, so that's one hundred and twelve hundred twelve thousand dollars per inning, uh, and he does eleven pitches an inning. That's ten thousand dollars a pitch. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, Jim Lomborg made eighteen thousand dollars the year he won the Cy Young Award for the whole year. Not for one or two pitches. And the money, to me, is making me not like the players. Because I don't relate to them. I don't ever feel sorry for them. If they go into a slump, I say, fuck him. He's making $30 million a year. What do I care? Don't you also feel that the older players in in days gone by, they were more committed, they could play Absolutely. the game, they were talented. Yeah. Right. Well, the complete game is it doesn't exist. No, I mean, it's not almost like not allowed, you know what I mean? And it's, these, it's ridiculous. I hate the, uh, what do they call it, the no-no, like the Kono, when the whole team yes. pitches a oh, no-hitter. It's worthless. I'm like, I don't root for Konos. I don't <laughs> get excited shit. for a Kono. Yeah, you pitch the six-inning no-hitter, for then this guy did two, and this guy did one, and get Yeah, it's like, you. who cares? You got, it's like a video game. So, <laughs> the guys, let's, let's just go through the top ten, so, the guys making money. Lomborg, if you take that $18,000 in what, 68, 69? 67. 67. Yeah. 
just under one hundred and sixty thousand dollars today in today's money. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. I mean, I mean, Bill Lee won one hundred. He won seventeen games for the Red Sox three consecutive years, and he peaked at like you know two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a year. You know, it's unbelievable. Still not going to cry for him. Yeah. And at the time, everyone was probably like, that overpaid asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's that? On their podcasts. Oh, what? On oh, music? Yeah. <laughs> or as Sammy Davis once said, chick-a-boom, Hey, Altavis, man, can I side-saddle you tonight, babe? And I mean that. Uh... Tied for first at $43 million a year, Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer. Now, old, grizzled veterans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still good. Scherzer at 11 and 4. Verlander, 7 and 6, one loss record. Both of them have ERAs in the threes. Both but of they those both were, got traded. And those they? were both picked up by the Mets, right? Those are The Mets are the worst. They're, are, they're the worst. <laughs> With blowing money. <laughs> They suck at it. Well, they bring in a brand new owner. Bring in the guy. T- Steve Cohen takes over the team and just yeah. spends a billion dollars. Now though, both those guys are traded already. But they've always been Half that team season. where it's like, oh, I'm a baseball player past my prime and I need to die somewhere but get yeah. paid. Where New can York I go? Mets. They're let's still go. paying Bobby Bonilla. That's they what are. I mean. And That's right. And he's all... still paying his ex-wife. We got Aaron Judge at number three, forty million dollars a year. Now, how many games has he missed this year? A forty. But he, he I would say he earns. His money more than most players who make a lot of money. Last year he did. Yeah, he's a guaranteed but, but slugger. Think about it. $40 million a year. He's played, with, what, 30 games? Yeah. True. That's bi- wow. Injuries happen. Uh, I'll go down. Mike Trout makes $37 million. I don't have a problem with the guy except he can't win. Mm-hmm. Garrett Cole is good. You know, he's making $36 million. He's 10-3 and three with a 2.76. But he's the only thing on the Yankees that's working well this year. The Yankees blow Yeah. Uh, overall. Uh, I'm looking for Red Sox on the list. I don't really see any. If you go way down under $30 million, you can find a couple of Red Sox see, Devers got to be the highest. Devers well, and Sailor. Bogarts is making $25 million. He's number I mean, 22. Yeah. Wow, he's he's 22 on the list, and that's Padres' money. Uh, let's see. Red Sox? Let's look. Oh, oh, let me see. Oh, Chris Sale, $21 million. Three, Four pitched- games? <laughs> Five million a game? Yeah, I mean, how many games? Four games? Four starts? I don't know. Yeah, it's, eight it's starts been, or something. It's, it's been pathetic. Terrible, and I know he's competitive and he's had freak injuries, but God, can you stay healthy? Stay off the bicycles. Eat right. Stop punching shit. Get sleep at night. <laughs> uh, and number forty-six at twenty million. He's another guy we haven't seen at all. I mean, this is not a bargain here for this Red Sox. Trevor Story, mm. twenty million a year. We just saw his debut this year. Two days ago. Yeah. And it's mid-August. So I have an issue with it because I do love baseball. I always have loved baseball. But I can't watch it now the same way. I mean, I'm watching if I have a bet on the game or something like that. But I don't watch it the same way because I can't root for anybody. And there's nobody out there that I really want to root for. How about you? I mean, I feel uh, – I agree and I disagree. But I, And the way I agree, I feel like when a guy gets a big deal, a big contract – you never expect a good year out of him after that, maybe even for two seasons. You know what I mean? Like, when Devers signed that deal, I go, this is great, and I'm happy for him, and I'm happy we've locked him in, but he's not going to have a good year this year because any human being, you go, hey, you're rich. I'm there. You're there. Yeah, you're you're right. like, you made so much money. You can't just be like, all right, I'm going to lock in like I'd have every year. Exactly. You, I think the money changes people, it, uh, like, their performance, their outlook, their yeah, attitude, sure. their it inevitably lifestyle. has to. There's, it, it's it, got to it, be. And it's not incentive-based. It's like, okay... I just got this $30 million a year contract. I got a Rolex. I got a second house. I got five cars. Yep. 
I got all the chicks on the side, and I got all the sneakers I can possibly. I get the best yeah. seat in the restaurant. What am I working for? Yeah. Well, in other words, what inspires you to do more, better, or different? And no. that's the good stuff. I mean, there's also the, all the people on your ass trying to get money from you, all the companies that are trying to get money from you, uh, and it's like you're now a conglomerate businessman. It changes everything. Everyone wants a piece of you. you. You've just become a millionaire, multimillionaire. You know, and the old ball players, you know, yeah, they, they made decent money while they, were, while they were playing, but then they all had jobs in the winter. But they I mean, Rico, yeah. Rico Petroselli sold heating oil door-to-door when he was an early Red Sox player. Dick Raditz was a substitute high school teacher. You know, and he told me I was the highest paid guy in the Red Sox that year, even more than Yaz. <laughs> the year he was the fireman of the year. Yeah. I mean, he made, but he made 59000 Yeah, That was his number. But there weren't kids in, like, the Philippines wearing their jerseys either. You know what I mean? So you got to look at the amount of money. If the Dodgers, for example, are making a billion dollars and only spending, right. and they're spending $500 million on players, it's like, that's a good deal for them. Right. You know? I, so. yeah, I draw the line at letting any fucking Filipino kid wear my fucking jersey. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, I would be man. pissed if I were an athlete and the team was worth, you know, if Fenway was getting sold out and I'm making yes. $150,000. Right. A year, and I'm, I got a summer job or whatever. A Where'd you job? get that shirt, kid? That's a knockoff. <laughs> yeah, I'd be pissed. Here's so. my ten percent. Uh, it's got, a weird one. I, I have a quiz for you guys. I know Will Will Noonan's pretty hip. Ben's Ben's hip. <laughs> Bill's, hip. Bill's been Bill hip. Still has his original hips. Bill, well, Bill's <laughs> Bill's so old though. He, he's hep, He's a good hep one, cat. Ben. That was a he's a hep zinger. cat daddyo, but he's always been cool. That's right. So, using today's language, I want to have uh, discuss some current. Uh, terms because I don't think they, I'm particularly good at this, but you guys are going to probably ace this quiz, right? A quiz. As an adjective. Do we just yell out our answer? Okay. Sorry. Awesome sauce. <laughs> Sounds like something Bradford would say. That's why I never listen to him. Awesome sauce means <laughs> it's awesome. It means okay. something's awesome. Very good or wonderful. I was going to say great beer. How about Bay? Bay B A E. I love what is this? Like these are all like seven or eight years old. Well, no, <laughs> yeah, this isn't really that new. It's just like all Ben's girlfriends. <laughs> Bay, Bay I, want, I want the description. This is for the audience. We oh, don't, our Bay. audience isn't all like cool a boyfriend like or a girlfriend guys. or someone oh. you're with. You what know? does it like stand a... for? B A E. It's an oh. old horse. Ah, see, he uh, knows, knows the term, but he doesn't know what. I the thought word it was short for baby. Like hey, Bay. Hey, hey Bay. It means ba- it's a backronym for before all else. Oh, B-A-E. My bang. You, you learned something. I am learning that See? today. Thanks, Bay. How about <laughs> <laughs> how about inspo? Inspiring, inspirational. Yeah, very good. Yeah, go. How about on brand? On brand, well, yeah, that's, that's, uh, hard that's to, us. It's harder to explain, yeah. but it's like it's like when Ben, you know. Is when uh, I hanging outside of a Chuck E. Cheese, and the cops are like, "You can't keep doing this, Ben." That's, that's it's very on, on brand for Ben. That's yes. on. Yes. No, that, that's, that's, that's on meth. That's about right. I'm on meth is what. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's called brand now. All right, what about a spit take? Oh, that's it's like shocking. Spit your coffee out when somebody yeah. a comical reaction yeah. to say like a. A Fifty TikTok joke. thing, you yeah. know. Fifty spit takes at once is right. what's happening. One, what people you're are. looking for. It's a drinking game you play with the special. Not if you paid them though. You want? <laughs> I'm ruining rugs all over question. New England. I wanted the swallow take. Let's <laughs> say spit take is. How about Stan? Do you know what Stan is? Yeah, it's when you're like. Like, I'm a stand for Will Noonan. Ah, uh, and I'm a stand for Ben. Wait, so oh. And I'm a stand for Mike Yeah. Wait, hold on. So the stalker yes. and fan? It's yes. a combination. And do you know the origin of that one? No. An Eminem song, Stan, is about his biggest fan, his stalker. Oh. It's not so about Stan Laurel? 
<laughs> no. 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 How about Stanislav? That, that hockey player, Stanislav Kachakakov. <laughs> he was good. Might be him. I hate to tell you, he could put that puck in a net over there with a the high stick and whoo. Let me tell you, that's Stanislav. He's a Kachak- rabbi now. He does bristles. Oh. <laughs> uh, but not to cut you off. I got. Uh, how about how about Swelligant? Swelligant. Yeah. I've never heard that one, but I'm going to guess it's something that's swell and elegant. Yeah, that's right. And we can't show it on camera. Swelligant. Uh, it's just Is that when your boner wears a uh, black tie? Top, uh, no, top, yeah. uh, top a ball hat. gown? Top hat. Top. Sorry. And your balls have a ball gown on. <laughs> a top hat instead of a Jimmy hat. All right. How about this? Yeesh. Yeesh. Just Y-E-E-S-H. I use yeah. that all the time. Yeah. It's like, oof. The yeesh. kids go. Yeah, I think it's Yiddish. Yee. Yeesh. <laughs> uh, expressing annoyance or disgust. Yeesh. Yeah. Right, like, yeesh. yeesh, you're not wearing that tonight, are you, honey? <laughs> How about caucus? That's two cocks. <laughs> yeah. How it's dare you? Double jointed it's is another term for the informal Spanish <laughs> for cock. <laughs> uh, chop, chop. What does that mean? Hurry up. No, well, that's what I thought. Mm, yeah. But I looked at it, it says it's a Ni- Nigerian expression that describes political bribery and corruption. It's Joe Biden. Oh. Chop, chop. <laughs> chop, no, chop, see, Biden. Don't accidentally say that to an Asian woman. Why? Because she'll get her, uh, you know, uh, blood sport bad guy looking boyfriend. Oh, Come oh. over there and threaten you. I, you know, oh, I, there, I was doing a, 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 a marketing appearance for Kiss 108, and we were playing this game. And these two Asian women walk right through the middle of the game, and I wasn't thinking. I wasn't really, really looking at them. I go, chop, chop, let's go. Oh, like, shit. Like, chop, chop. You know, like, oh, and also, oh, I didn't I, think of it. I didn't. It's not like I said chip, chop. Ben that would have been worse. Or Asian women, or Lorena Bobbitt. You don't yeah. say that to her either, chop, chop. No, or or so, like, Tong Po comes over and gets in my face. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. He used it in a sentence. The senator was found guilty for the massive chop, chop. That involved his campaign finance violations. Oh shit! Oh. Never See? heard that one. I didn't either. That's, I thought chop chop man. Let's go. I would think so. Chop chop, Lorena. Cut it off. <laughs> I thought it was butcher speak. I'll, I'll leave you a big tip. <laughs> Can I get thirty-year-old references for six hundred? <laughs> you know, listen, thirty is not that long. Ago I know you're for me. <laughs> you already chop, were doing chop. Sammy Davis Jr. earlier. <laughs> Ring a ding ding, baby. Who can take a dildo? Chink a chink a chink. Shove it up his nose. Uh, gender non-conforming. These are all terms describing people. It's like a tomboy, right? Gender non-conforming is no gender, right? You're just... Exhibiting behavioral, cultural, or psychological traits that do not correspond with the traits typically associated with one's assigned sex. Tomboy. Oh, shoot. It's a mental thing. So you're a guy I got with that. a wiener, yeah. and you d- decide that you're going to act like Dylan Mulvaney. Or if you feel like peeing, sitting down for a little while. Which, you know? which a, a little lazy pee. Do. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> a lazy pee. Yeah, a little lazy pee. Like in know? the middle of the night. That's what I do. So that's, uh, uh, no, that's also when you're not sure if you gotta go number two. Also, well, that's different. Yeah, I, I don't have to. Do that. I like to do it with my wife's brushing her teeth, and I look up at her and I go, "What are you thinking about?" <laughs> That's when you know the honeymoon's that's over. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's when you know you're too familiar. What are you thinking about? Uh, how about the term inclusive? Because I hear that all the time, <laughs> and I hate that word, inclusive. Inclusive. Uh, mm. What is it? Tell me what you think. Those are is. your bad teeth that you, where you bite your tongue. <laughs> the ones in the jar? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> the ones in the jar. An effort to include all participants, regardless of ability, gender identification, race, age, or other attributes, or smell. And we want our, uh, the quote is, we want our workplace to be an inclusive, non-discriminatory yeah, yeah. place. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? That's just for the surface of the thing. Inside, everyone's going, I hate that fucking guy from Greenland. <laughs> He's an asshole. Greenland Pete, that jerk. That Always with his sweaters. I'm all over the Swiss, by the way. Yeah. Those are the people I can't stand. Full of holes. Stupid neutrality. Uh, Latin X. I hate this uh, Latin X. Because what they've done is they've they've the homogenized Latino and Latina yeah. into Latin X, so you can be a, a trans Latino. They're the no. liberal. I thought it was just a website I frequent. I think they call them Transtinos. Latinx. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Ben. <laughs> Transtino? I've had those. They're good with a little the, salsa. The X button on your keyboard is worn out. On 400. It's Trans worn out. Crispy. Blue taki. Term gen is gender neutral as opposed to Latino or Latina. Uh, the candidate depends on votes from the Latinx population to stay in the lead. Uh, Latinx, well, it's... No, a lot of people uh, find that insulting. That seems stupid. like a white person's yeah. thing to yeah. fix another culture that yes. doesn't need to be fixed. A, a <laughs> band-aid from a white person. Yeah, it's like, right. don't worry, guys, we got you. And they're like, no, we're a fine. guilty I white smell of Russell yeah. Peters yeah. bit. <laughs> what, what is, yeah, yeah, right. George what, Lopez. What is misgendered? We know her. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a gender who hasn't met too, a man and married him yet. Get it? <laughs> yes. Otherwise, she'd be Mrs. Genders. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Now, it, using the incorrect pronoun to address a misgendered person can be hurtful and offensive. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, is dead name on this list? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but all these gender things, like if somebody came up to me and they and they walked over, hey, how you doing? And they got, you know, stubble and a beard, and then they, but, but they're wearing <laughs> a dress, and they say, I say, yeah, what's up, dude? Uh, uh, I'm a, you just misgendered me. Yeah. I say, yeah. Fucking excuse no, you me, think, you're six no, four uh, with a beard. They don't just say, "Oh, excuse me, you've misgendered me." No, yeah. they hate yell crime. at your face. Hate crime. They scream at you. Yeah, say you're just yelling, and crying, and everything. I'll call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> Do you hate anybody? Uh, I mean, is there anybody on the list where you say, "I just hate these people"? In traffic, I hate almost anyone. Everyone. I hate yeah. anyone who drives slower or is in front of me. Hamilton <laughs> Street. You know, George yeah. George Carlin's greatest line ever on that was, "You ever notice how anyone who drives <laughs> slower than you is an?" Is a moron, yeah. and anybody who drives faster than you is a maniac. Yep, I am and it's that exactly guy. right. So you have to be on the line, mm -hmm. or else you you suck one way or the other. It's so true, and that's where most of my rage happens. And on, the, all on my, the road, yeah, my worst thoughts. Me, <laughs> me too, others. dude. I am so fast. I'm like fucking Matt Dillon on Gunsmoke, pulling out the middle finger when I'm driving. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Pew, pew. Yeah, I, I'm, and I I swear right at him, and I cut right to the chase. I I call them what they are. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever they are, I say it. You fat fucking piece yeah. of, you know. And honestly, <laughs> because I'm a, I'm a terrible driver when it comes to that anger. One day, I'm the, the same way. One day the guy's going to hear him say that. I'll get that son of what a if bitch. I <laughs> what if it's a woman and she's misgendered and then she beats the shit out of me and then I got to go home and tell my wife I got beat up by a woman. My <laughs> and she's going to be like, again? <laughs> again. <laughs> and then she smacks him around a little. She beats the shit out of you. <laughs> I, uh, my yeah, favorite you, thing. This time you drive. I call them something a little bit. If they're like a little fat, like not really fat, but like just five pounds I'm overweight, terrible. I'm like, you fat fuck. And then, because <laughs> that'll ruin their whole week. Like, then they're like, right. what the hell? Like, right. Am I? So I'm, I'm, I'm in Worcester, right? <laughs> I thought I was all right. <laughs> you know, Worcester's, a, I tell people that on this podcast, Worcester's a shithole. I'm driving in Worcester, and this guy is a little crosswalk, and I'm I'm looking to lean right and, and uh, uh, what do you call it, merge. And so I'm looking to the left, no one's coming, so I start to go right, and there's a guy just starting in a crosswalk. Crosswalk. 
He steps out, and I, and I, you know, I put on the brakes, and he goes, hey, I'm walking to you, my and he starts yelling at me. <laughs> the guy had like four teeth. Seriously. Now, you and obeyed the state law, and he's yelling at you. He's yelling at me, so I look at him, I stare at him, he's like, he walks by the front of my car, and I roll down the window, and I go, Nice teeth. <laughs> and oh, I drove away because I said, okay, what's going to hurt him the most? Yeah, you got to. Hitting him with my car <laughs> or mentioning his awful fucking corner, you know, four yeah. teeth. He flosses with, like, clothesline, this guy. He's oh, gross. I should have just hit him. One time I had, like, a meltdown on Newberry Street. This guy in an Uber just, like, put, put the hazards on, which Uber drivers think is, like, a siren oh, yeah. that, that makes him, like, a cop car or something. Yeah. Here I come. So, and he hopped out of the car and just left it, and I can't go up Newberry Street now. And I was running late for a gig, and I was freaking out, you know? You weren't buying shoes? <laughs> yeah, I'd already bought them. I, I, I carved in time for shoes. You know, you can buy shoes anywhere, but when you buy them on Newberry Street, you know you got the best because they're <laughs> 400 bucks. Per shoe. It's true. I want to, and they got the kids making them right there. But anyway, I was freaking out probably most than I've ever in my life. I really was just having a bad day, and I'm pounding the wheel, and I'm screaming. It's Newberry Street, so there's people walking by. And this really cool-looking guy with, like, a hot chick holding hands, he looks at me and goes, Hey, calm down, my guy. Oh, really? And I was I like, thought he was say, you hey. wanted to spit on him. Hey. And it was, <laughs> it's Will Noonan. Will says, <laughs> no, no. How about take a flying fuck at the moon and charge it to me? Yeah, How's that? It was one of those things where you were like, I'm such like an asshole right now because I like, saw what he saw for yeah, a moment. Right, just a like, right. crazy man. But like, you have that right. Let's fucking go. When you're in your car, you can be anybody you want. Exactly. That's the great thing. I picked up a hitchhiker. One le- well, This is really odd. I picked up a one legged lady hitchhiker. I told her, I said, hop in. <laughs> I said, what's your name, Peg? <laughs> no, anyway, that, that didn't happen. So, <laughs> it, she, it, she had no legs. Uh, so, that's really awful. I would date a woman with one leg. I've thought about this a lot. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I would do it in a heartbeat. What are you, a pirate? <laughs> uh, what, uh, what do you call... Uh, oh, boy. What? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> what what has three legs and and forty forty million dollars? Michael Jordan. No. no. <laughs> Paul McCartney's ex-wife and her boyfriend. Oh, and, and her boyfriend. That's a good one. Yeah, and her boyfriend. Oh. You got to. She got to. Whatever like happened that to that job. woman? I wonder where she is now. She has forty million dollars. Yeah. She's something like that. Well, you know, Ooh. Paul McCartney makes that like in a month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The guy's got lots of money because he has the whole catalog. He got it back from Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Mike. His wife account. was the, not the one with one leg. That was the girlfriend after the Heather, wife. Yeah, Heather. T- Heather, Heather was, Mills. She had, yeah, she had one. Uh, one he- Heather Mills. That's yeah, so I think Paul so. McCartney. Back. I don't even care how many legs someone has. I just don't care about love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, hey, come on, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, so you don't poke him in the you don't poke him in the leg. You poke him in the hole between. <laughs> Makes it easier. She wasn't. She wasn't missing that. Mind. That was a. It's uh, easy to find it. Okay, now I just have to. I, I know I don't like to talk about politics on this podcast because I don't like to get everybody going, and I've calmed down a lot. I've decided. What do you have? Some news? That it, you know, and I did this. I was listening to some old tapes I had of the Dalai Lama talking, and he was. I was trying to get my heart mind. It's a. It's not just your heart or your mind. It's a unit together that causes Ooh. happiness. It's a heart mind. It's right here. I'm getting, trying to get my heart mind in a place where I have no resentment. Because resentment is a, is a factor caused by pain. Yeah. And when mm-hmm. someone hurts you, you get resentful and you want to cause pain to somebody else. So what I'm doing is I'm taking the resentment 
out of my whole like it being. You're doing the home thing, and, and if you don't like it. Fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. Oh, oh, no, no, seriously. It's no, rare I, to hear something where you're like, I am high enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, Mike, I actually understand what you're saying right now. That's I think how I, I really am. get this. <laughs> this is all new to me, but I get it right now. I'm on board. I'm uh, vibing. Tell me if this any of this stuff uh, pisses you off. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll, do, we'll just dispose of it. Let's as get a negative. Thing. Right. Uh, the Border Patrol has uh, announced uh, by the way if, if traffic <laughs> is bad to get over here man, man, today remember I told you I couldn't take a left uh, off of, what was it uh, Hamilton. Hamilton that red light there it's like I was nine minutes last week that's why I was four minutes late for the podcast because there's nine minutes to get down that one little street and I was like what the hell so today like a stupid fool I took that same route Today was 11 minutes and 45, mi- 45 seconds to get to that same place. I'm going the other way from now on. Wait, remember, into, into remember last week when we told you Wayland. how to go the other yeah, way? I know, I know. Save yourself. Like he goes, I'm like a stupid fool. Fucking I asshole. resent you for bringing that up. <laughs> I resent you for not taking our advice. Shut wait, up. Wait till school starts. <laughs> so anyway, the Border Patrol has reported. <laughs> it's only going to get worse in Massachusetts. Did you hear what the governor said? No. Yeah, she's um, she's the one. She's the governor. She's a lesbian, I think. She she said, and that has nothing to do with the story. But I just as an add-on, she said that there's no uh, affordable housing for people, and we have a housing crisis. You can't even go down to Mass and Cass and shoot up drugs anymore. There's no fucking room down there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So now they have uh, they have a real big problem because of people that are coming to Massachusetts because of our liberal policies. And we do have a sanctuary state. I mean, after all, and a right to shelter, which no other state has. Mm. The right to shelter means you come to Massachusetts, they have to give you a place to live. So they create the problem, and now we have to solve it. Yeah, and if you're mm-hmm. homeless in, say, Rhode Island, and you, and, you, and you get a free hotel in Massachusetts, wouldn't you come here? Why yeah. not? Of course. Just walk over to Attleboro. <laughs> but I don't resent these people, because they're homeless. you got to say, oh. Refugees, right? Yeah, they may be homeless, and Did they may s- be seeking asylum, but I think that's bullshit for most of it. Well, and the problem is that they're not. there's an open... Can you imagine what Disney World would look like if they just said, "Okay, everybody can come in. No, oh, you don't have to pay. Just come on in. Get in the line for the ride." It, it would, would be look a zoo. about what look, it looks like right now. Yeah. Yep. The United States be is even. like that, though. It's a f- as as Mayor Adams said, it's a funnel, but it's a funnel for the whole country. Anyway, but I don't resent any of these people because I understand they want a better life. Uh-huh. Who doesn't, right? Well, the Border Patrol reported two hundred and four thousand alien encounters along the southwest border in May of twenty twenty three. So 200,000 people in May, up 13% from May of 21. 35,000 aliens were encountered at ports of entry. Uh, There's a 20% increase. 28,000 inadmissible aliens were processed and sent back. Now they have an app so that they can do 10,000 a day legally. They don't even put them in the stats because they just process them. Oh, this is you have an appointment and you have an app? Oh, good. Okay. And that's 10,000 people a day, which is 300,000 people a month. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to get crazy. And you want to talk about a housing crisis. These folks have to live somewhere. So they come to Boston. One out of five people in Massachusetts is uh, born in another country. And it's going to be worse. And, the, and then now they're giving them driver's licenses. So the traffic that you and I both hate yeah. is going to get 20% worse. Why do you suppose they're giving them driver's licenses? It's probably just because it's easier than f- constantly arresting people for not having a driver's license. That could be it. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> Don't they automatically get... It's so ridiculous. I mean, I bet that's what it is. It's just easier. <laughs> Don't they get registered to vote? 
when they get a license? Uh, automatically. I, I think it's, they're automatically yeah. put on the list, but then they when they when they you know, you're supposed to be a citizen to vote. Yeah. Bill Galvin says he didn't expect any illegal uh, illegalities with uh, uh, aliens getting driver's no, licenses. But you know what? Okay. If, if you, you voted, you've all voted. I vote. You yeah. go, did they ever ask you for ID? No. No. No, it's they the say, Where do you thing. live? In this state, though, my wife's from Virginia, and she couldn't believe that. <laughs> when she got up here, she was like, they don't ask for ID. They not only do they ask. not <laughs> ask you for ID, the sheet is right in front of you, and yeah. you can look at it and be like, yeah. uh, my 54. name's Jim Douglas. Yeah, Elm Street. Like, mm, Douglas Elm Street? Yep, yeah. that's the one. That's me. And it's a 95-year-old woman checking anyway. It's like, yeah. can I fool her? Yeah, that's right. And then you say to her, you know what, uh, baby? You're cute. I'm going to vote for you. I always ask, do you, uh, you want to see my license? Why? <laughs> I vote in my hometown, Why? Why? and I still get like, you know, that's probably the place where I'm most recognizable or whatever. So when I vote, they're always like tapping my shoulder while I'm like <laughs> in the thing, and they're like, "Just want to say, love the special, it's so good." You know, <laughs> I saw you in, I saw you in Situate. It was funny, and I'm like, uh, "This is a federal offense." That's right, right. right. Get out of my booth. I'm trying to write my mom's name in for vice president. Get the hell out of here. So that bothers me a little bit in that, you know, and, and again, I'm not one of these people who questions why people would want to come to America. Of course, they're coming from Guatemala. They're making yeah. $400 a year, you know, and they're not, the kids can't. But you can't have a country that doesn't have a border and just let everybody come through. If you don't yeah, have a border, you don't, you don't have a country. Well, you don't know. Are they, are they uh, mental patients? Are they criminals? Are they child molesters? Are they human traffickers? Do they have fentanyl they're bringing across the border? You don't know Disease. unless you close the border and take it's them one Amazon's at a time. Fault. You yeah. can't just say, okay, come on. It's, it's Amazon's fault. Why? You because, should have Nick DiPaolo on. Because they put all the borders out of business. Oh, the river? Am the Amazon River? Oh, fuck. <laughs> it was a terrible <laughs> joke. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, yeah, I worked with Nick DiPaolo one time. He had me scared funny, as hell though, at the end of the weekend. I thought I was going to be living on top of immigrants or something. <laughs> he was like, oh, well, it's over. <laughs> I think they should build, like, you know, the funny thing about uh, immigration and even COVID and stuff was, like, it affects big cities, you know, because that's where people want to live. That's where, if you're coming to this country, you're like, I don't want to live in Kansas. I don't want to live in Iowa. I don't want to live in Idaho. I want to live in New York or L.A. I want to live on a cardboard piece in, in, in New York City in front of a hotel. Or Miami. But I'm like, we have, one thing we have in this country is space. Yeah. We can build towns. We can build, uh, you know, huge hospitals for for all these COVID cases. That, that was my thing back then. But it's like, we don't have to put everyone in New York City and Boston. It's like, we have <coughs> no, but plenty of places we could build. And, and then everyone would say, what do you want to build? Like, is it some kind of camp? And then, then you're getting into trouble there, right? Well, so it has to be kind of nice. Can't just be like a, a camp, like an internment camp. Don't call it the camp. Yeah, but most, yeah. most <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Most communities have X, uh, X amount of jobs and all the people to fill them. And they have so many places to live. And they're comfortable with the population that they have. When you suddenly say... Uh, okay, we have seven. We have seven more million people. Yeah, they're, they're all going to have to find a place to live, and that's the problem. Well, New York, you can see it like it, with your own eyes. Right, you know, walking around New York City, you're like, whoa, there's well, just people here San killing Francisco. the day. And in Boston, yeah. you have it already. You have an annual influx of hundreds of thousands of, of students that come in every September, and then they some of them stay and they stay in their apartment. Then more come in, so they already have a housing premium question going on in in Boston. Oh, it's going to get really nasty. Like next month, it's going to get crazy. Right. Yeah. You remember that movie where Tom Hanks was in the airplane terminal for like a. a yeah, terminal. Like, he terminal lived, yeah, the terminal. Man, yeah. He lived in the terminal for years. That's the life these people are living here. Like, it's not a fulfilling life. They're just killing time all day, every day, until they can get paperwork, which is like not coming. 
Right. So that's right. the other thing I feel bad for. Like, that's what you see in New York is, like, people just standing being like, and I came wait. here thinking this was going to be the answer right. to all my problems, and now I'm here. And I, I got to get, get a new piece of cardboard because this yeah, one's not comfortable anymore. They just have to stand anymore. in the street. Yeah, and terrible. I was like, what are you guys going to do in the winter? And everyone's like, no one knows. Yeah, either that or I'm here with my kids. Yeah. You, you, you know, all the way. And I oh, feel yeah, yeah, for yeah. these people, but have a, have a plan for when they're going mean, to. Okay, and my thought, my thought was have farms right over the border, right, right on the border. And by the way, military bases. To protect the border and farms right there, so you can bring people in, and while you're vetting them, they can work at the farm. Their kid can go to school. They can learn English. You can do, and then once they're clear, go. You can. You're free to go. But until you, until you show me that you're not uh, some kind of child molester, I'm gonna keep you like inside these these fences here. You're making right. too much sense, Mike. But I mean, it's it's not an unfair thing. It's they, the same as if you wanted to move to Norway or someplace great. You'd have to go through a long process to get there, right? No one else gets to just, you know, show up on the shores of a country and be like, "I live here now," you know? No, especially in Norway. Those I mean, people. I, are I, I that's the now. problem in France. That's one not, of the biggest problems with yeah. what's going on in France. I mean, exactly. I get it. The Algerians coming over. Nobody yeah. assimilates. Nobody wants to. They assimilate. don't. You know what? The French. They don't. They don't like those Algerians either. My brother lived there for ten years. He said the cabs would pull up to a crowd of four or five guys all waiting for a cab, and. They'd say, where are you going? Where are you going? And they, they wouldn't even ask the Algerians. <laughs> guys understand that. They wouldn't even ask them. But I do not take Algerians. <laughs> the cab driver. <laughs> you know, I was, and when I went to France, I didn't speak. I don't speak French. I speak a little Spanish, but Spanglish. But I went to, I went to uh, France, and my brother, I, I said, I don't, I, I don't know how to talk. I'm going to go down to get some croissants and a coffee. He goes, just say this to the guy. Deux croissants et deux coffee crème. Okay. Two, two coffees and two croissants. I go down, I'm re- memorizing it all the way there. I get into this little shop, you know, in France. I'm an uh, English-speaking douche. <laughs> I walk up to the counter, and I go, yeah, do croissant, and he gives me the stuff. So I give him francs back then. It was not euros. I give him the francs, and I walk. He goes, I said, no, keep keep change. I start to walk away. He goes, hey, look, she wants I said, no, you can keep it. You can keep it. I get near the door with my food, and the a guy sitting near the door goes, you did not give him enough money. <laughs> Everybody's uh, thinking, stupid American asshole. Uh, I'm like, oh, oh. It's the whole time over there. I felt like a schmuck. I was over there. I had this a lot of similar experiences. In just France? being mocked. Yeah. yeah. Just being made fun of. I said, uh, Jacques and Coke. That was like one of the only things I could say. Jacques? Jacques and Coke. Yeah, Jacques. To like bartenders, you know? That's Jack. Yeah. French, for, French for Jack. Yeah, Jacques yeah. and Coke. And uh, they'd make fun of me every time. I'm like, I'm trying. I'm trying to speak. Your- <laughs> and they gave you the cocaine after they changed Tennessee your- whiskey and a Coca-Cola, please. Oh, Coca-Cola. They would have understood you then. Because <laughs> they deal with us so much. Yeah. They speak and understand much better English than they let on. Can I ask you a question, Ben? You're, no. We're here with this computer, and you're my uh, witness, Will Noonan. Witness. By the way, my son's name is Will. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Willie, little Willie. I didn't know you were such a fan, but I appreciate that, man. You know what's the... <laughs> By the way, he's only like about six years younger than you. Uh, <laughs> that makes him much creepier. Yeah, you had I was a, a child star. You were watching a video I wasn't of, watching of a video. Neil Diamond. You were talking about immigration, and I was going to slowly bring up Coming to America underneath ah. you. Oh. You're like a radio but, producer. But you know, hey. the timing didn't work, so I just didn't... I, I aborted. I hate Neil Diamond. I know you do. And That's kind of why I wanted to do it. It's not resentment, really, so much as it is just it's pure, pure hatred. hatred. Yeah, I fucking hate him. You know why? They say that backstage, he won't even... He, he, the, he, the people backstage are instructed not to look him in the eye. Oh, well, yeah. they say that, but, I mean, do you know that for a fact? I, don't, I never looked him in the eye. But I, I, don't, I can't stand the guy, and here's why. 
That fucking song he did. Which one? Sweet Caroline? I am, I said. What mm. bothers you about that song? Well, like? he says, I am, I said. I am, I said. You are what? And when the fuck did you say it? <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear you say shit. Then and he goes, and he goes, and no one heard, not even the chair. Wait, chairs can fucking hear now, Neil. You, you, he's a, he's a, as a lyricist, he's an asshole. That's what I'm trying to say here. Okay? I wow. like that. And then you hot don't take, bring me. Hot Neil Diamond take. Cracklin' Rosie. Well, Cracklin' Rosie, you know, was a song about a fart he cut while he was driving. I mean, come on. The guy's a, and he's a prick. And if I ever see him, I'm going to tell him to his face. I'm not a, I'm there's a, no resentment. I'm a band Sweet Caroline guy, so. You know, oh, me awful. too. I'm anti I hate Caroline. awful. They're, they're losing eight to two, you know, against yeah. the. And you're going, shut the fuck up. And you're yeah. like, oh my God. So good. Shut this so bitch good. Up. So good. Fuck oh. you. Fuck you. That's what they should start doing. Fuck you. Fuck I know. You're losing. I Hi, it. this it's, is Neil Diamond. Whenever I'm in Boston, I listen to the Planet Mikey podcast. <laughs> oh, thanks, Neil. Dude. Oh, thank you, Neil. That was Neil Diamond. I remember. Fucking you, useless were those drops. Yeah. Neil, I love. <laughs> hey, you are, you said. I remember you said that. You suck. Uh, we have a song now to close out our podcast because hey. Will's got to go teach a class about uh, what is it? Uh, That's what all the successful comedians are doing these days. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> You're going to wear that Willie's Parts and Service? I do, shirt? and they give me shit for my clothes. They're all, actually, they're not all young kids, but a lot of them are. You know, you should really uh, take that Mustang of yours because I see it on Twitter. Yeah. I, you know, I follow it's at Will Noonan. Doing You're so breaks. lucky to have the actual your real name as the. At. I'm an OG. I, yeah, was I like, have to use Mike at Mikey. Adams tell me again Fort. about the YouTube special. Where, where can we find 50 it? Fifty yes. TikToks at once. It's on YouTube. There's a link on my Instagram to it. There's clips on my Instagram too. We'll put a link in the description of this show. Oh, right? thank we you will guys. not. We'll put a link in. Um, huh? We'll not. Boston Comedy it's, Studios. Uh, getting love. I got. Uh, who said it was good? Tim Allen. Oh, we like Tim. <laughs> Dane Cook. We like Dane. Yeah, it's getting good reviews from older comedians who are like... <laughs> cool. They're like, hey, look at this young Irish Catholic boy from Boston. There's no, there's no comedian like an old comedian. Yeah, right? they're I mean, cool guys. I mean, Shecky Green, is he still alive? Hi, this is Neil Diamond. Whenever I'm in Boston, <laughs> I visit Will Noonan. <laughs> and four AA meetings. Well, good... <laughs> Good luck with that, Will Noonan. Thanks for coming by. And don't forget to, your, to eat a great meal at Public <laughs> Kitchen. And don't forget to take your car to uh, uh, the uh, world-famous Pro Automotive. I'm take the Stang in there. Uh, yeah, because that's a, that's a nice car. It's a vintage car. We have Joe and Jerry here to sing their tribute song to you. Well, thank you. They love you. I love them, too. They love you. And here they are now with uh, oh, Castiglioki right here on the Planet this Mikey is an honor. Podcast. Beyond honors. Thank you, Joe, guys. Jerry, any day now. This is... <laughs> hey, Will! <laughs> I love you so. I always will. I look at you, Will, and I see the passion eyes of me. Oh, but am I ever gonna see my goddamn wedding day? I was on your side, Will, when you were losing. <laughs> I'd never scheme or lie, Will. There's been no fooling. My no kisses and love won't carry me till you marry me, Will. I love you so. I always will, Will. <laughs> and in your voice, 
I hear a choir of carousels. Oh, but am I ever going to hear my wedding bells or buy those sexual lubricant gels? <laughs> I was the one who came running. I had the runs. When you were lonely at Shaw's. I haven't lived one day not loving you only. But kisses and love won't carry me till you marry me, Will. Shaws. I love you so. I always will. 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 Devotion rules my heart. I take no bows. Oh, but Will, you're never going to take those fucking wedding vows, you loser. Come on, Will. Come on, Will. Come on and marry me, Will. I got the wedding bell blues. I got blue balls, too, but I'm not talking about that. <laughs> He's got the wedding bell blues. Hey! Oh, yeah. Marry me, Will.